Welcome. You're listening to the Pints and Parlays podcast with your hosts, Brett Treadway and Matthew Fitzgerald. Welcome in to the very first Pints and Parlays podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Fitzgerald, and I'm here with the other adorable host, Brett Treadway. Say hi, Brett. Hi, everybody. And uh, we've got a lot of sports stuff to talk to you guys about, and uh, we got some beers to crack, so let's get cracking. Yeah, that's good. That sounded great. So, this is the first episode, so there's a lot of uh, things we got to iron out. But let's just talk to the people about what we're planning on doing with this show. Um, We'd like it to be laid back. We love sports. That's why we're starting this. And uh, Brett knows a lot. I know a little. (laughs) Together, we know everything. (laughs) Hey, that's perfect. So we're going to talk about news and notes about pretty much every sport. Um, and we're going to mix in some beerology. Um, Is where that a we, thing? I think. I, I, if it's not, I just made it a thing. Okay. Well, that's perfect. And uh, we're going to talk about a different beer. I brought a beer. Brett brought a beer. We're going to share it with each other. And uh, we're going to give our rankings, what we think about each beer, and let you know what we think, even though we know nothing. Very ignorant people about beer, which I think is going to be entertaining. That's um, the best part about it. Yeah. We're, exactly. we're just a regular Joe Schmo that knows nothing about beer, but yep. we're going to tell you but exactly what you need to know about beer yeah. because we know everything. What it tastes like. We're going to use very descriptive words, people. Um, and then we're going to follow it up with a little bit of sports betting talk and uh, that should wrap it up and hopefully get you through your drive, your mowing the lawn, whatever you're doing. It's winter time, so yeah. I hope you're not mowing yeah. the lawn. Mowing the lawn in December. Shoveling the driveway. <laughs> there we go. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, let's kick it into the news and notes. So first up, Brett, I have here college football playoffs are getting started. Game start on January 1st. We got Michigan taking on Alabama, and it's followed up with Texas versus Washington. You are the college football guy. Oh, am I, am I the college football guy on this me. podcast? I, I mean, I hate college football. <laughs> so uh, take it away, brother. Oh, oh okay. Um, well, I know going into this, we were going to have the conversation of of did the committee do the correct thing? In my opinion, okay, listen, I'm on the floor here. (laughs) In my opinion, they did exactly the right thing. Do I feel bad for Florida State? Very much. (laughs) I I feel terrible for them. (laughs) Uh, Just so everyone knows, I just opened a beer and uh, apparently it's been sitting for a while. It's it's all over the place. It's (laughs) everywhere. Go on, Florida State. Okay. It's all over me. So, so, Florida State, I feel bad for them. I feel bad for Jordan Travis. He told everyone that this is all his fault, which it's not at all. But And for the listeners who don't know, as well as the podcast uh, partner that doesn't know, who is that? Oh. <laughs> it is Florida State's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This beer is going nuts. It's got a mind of its own. It's all over my laptop. It's getting everywhere. This is a dude. great omen for the yeah, first episode. I know. This is the way to start mm-hmm. the Pints and Parlays podcast. 
We're gonna have to drink some of it. We've, oh gosh, it's warm. Oh, he's been sitting in my car, and I thought it was cold enough outside that it would be fine. No, it's Apparently that bad, not. is it? Oh gosh. So, so you're saying some yeah. guy, some guy plays college football. Tell me about him. He was this. <laughs> oh, this is the best podcast ever. <laughs> Going exactly how I thought it was going to. Yep. So So, uh, Jordan Travis, he was the starting quarterback for Florida State. Oh, yeah. And he got hurt. Yep. I did know that. About three, four weeks prior to the conference championships. Okay. So they're going in to the conference championship. They win their conference championship. They think, hey, we're 13-0 with a conference championship. We're getting into this thing. Wrong. 13-0, it's hard to uh, do any better than that, someone would say. <laughs> I Yes, <laughs> it, it is. It's impossible, actually. Oh, yeah. That's the word I would use. Yeah. Um, they didn't deserve it, though. And, and here's why. Mm-hmm. As a team throughout the year, they deserved it. Mm-hmm. Without your starting quarterback that was a top three Heisman favorite, you're not the same team. And they showed it in the last three weeks of the season. They struggled in their games. They didn't play the same football that they were playing with Jordan Travis. It's all fair points. But I still feel bad for them, yes. So here's what I would like to just uh, point out here. Um Brett, let's do a little bit of simple math. What's 11 plus 11? 22. Mm-hmm. Now minus one. 21. 21 other football players on that team that worked their asses off to get there. Sorry, Grandma. <laughs> they worked their butts off to get there. You're going to tell me that all it takes is one guy to get hurt, to look at all those other guys and say, sorry, bud, next year, when a lot of them don't even get next year. They deserve this playoff championship chance. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not. But yes. I think, and I'm a little bit of a conspiracy theorist. Oh, gosh, here we go. I think Alabama got in because there's money involved. Well, that's Alabama's part of gonna it. sell tickets. They're gonna yeah. sell memorabilia. Yeah. Merchandise. They're gonna make the game make more money. They're gonna make the game easier for people to watch. Yes. Which in turn is more money. Yes. And, and I can't say that you're wrong in that because I had the same idea. So how much do you think TCU is to blame in all of this? A lot. I really do. They really are because they had the same season that Florida State had this year, went in and got their butts kicked. Yeah, it was gross. It was hard <laughs> to watch. It was really hard to watch. So and I didn't even watch it. <laughs> So, yes, I do think last year had a lot to do with this. And and my friend, who is another big college football guy, also made another good point. You take Ohio State, per se, Michigan, Alabama, anybody, and they do the same exact thing Florida State did, and they're on their third-string quarterback, 
they're in. Ohio State did it 2014. Yeah. And what did they do? We won exactly. the whole entire thing. Exactly. Florida State's not going to do that. What if they said that about OSU? They did. And they did win. Yeah. But no, we didn't struggle in our last couple of games either. Yeah. Florida I State was That's struggling. And if you're committing, you have to make the decision. At the end of the day, you don't want a, a product that is bad football. Right. And they felt like Alabama was a safer pick. And because I, it's Alabama. I can they've agree. got the coaching staff. They've got the accolades. It's Alabama football. And uh, it just was the safe bet, I think. But and I think a lot of us underdogs out there would have loved to see FSU walk in there and just <laughs> turn the Buckeyes. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to see a repeat of that. Cardell Jones will go down is the greatest. Greatest oh, backup was, quarterback in college football history. It was the greatest Cinderella story it you was. could ever watch. It was. Well, personally, I'm not too excited about the games. The game I'm excited about is the Orange Bowl. It's Georgia versus FSU. It's on the 30th. It's the day before. Might not happen. What? That's going to be way more exciting to watch than any of this. Florida class. State said they didn't want to play if they weren't going to yes. be in a How's that not written down in my notes? game? Because I just found out about it yesterday. I don't know how 100% true it is, but it's going around that the Orange Bowl might not happen. I would like for this to be the moment that Matthew Fitzgerald picks a college football team to watch and to root for. And I am setting it in stone. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. If they don't play that game out of spite, I am an FSU fan. It was said here first. It's recorded. You can't walk away from it now. I'll buy a hat. I'll buy a hat. What's their logo? It's a little Indian guy. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. This might not age well. Mm. (laughs) That that makes it a little... I don't know if I want to... Moving on. Thank goodness. (laughs) Uh, So... Before we do move on, there is another big point to talk about here. It ties in everything. Um, they are changing the playoffs next year. Yes. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so it's a 12-team playoff. Uh, the top four teams get a bye into the second round next year. So getting into the top four does make a little bit of a difference. Um, sure. I don't think teams are going to be playing as hard to get there because really it doesn't matter that much. You just have to play one last one last game. Um, other than that, it'll be the top eleven teams getting in, and then the twelfth team will be the top Power Five conference team. So, like this year, it's Liberty gets to play Oregon in a New Year's Six Bowl. Next year, if Liberty is the top Power Five team, they will be the number 12 spot, and that'll be the 12th team that gets in. So next year, like we had Florida State making a ruckus this year, number 12 next year will be doing the same exact thing. Right. Well, personally, as a big FSU fan, um, (laughs) I think it's a great thing that they're doing, and uh, I think it's going to solve a lot of problems. Um, NFL news. Um, there's not a whole lot to talk about. There was banter fields. 
What? Ban turf fields. Oh, ban turf fields. I thought you said yeah. banter fields, like Justin Fields, and we should oh. just like yell at him all the time. <laughs> no, I love Justin banter Fields. At him. <laughs> What's wrong with turf fields? Oh, because all the quarterbacks are hurt. hurt. Yeah, yeah. Getting everybody hurt. Yeah, I can get behind that. It's pretty. It's pretty pathetic. Yeah. This year, I mean, who do you? Side note: This isn't written down. Who do you think's getting the MVP this year? Ooh, I mean, Dak Prescott. That is such a wrong answer. <laughs> This is the year that it's not a quarterback. Uh, if there's ever a year that it's not a quarterback, this is the year. Who? Tyreek. 2,000 yards. Yeah, he doesn't do anything without Tua, though. What? Tyreek Hill is the best football player on the, on the field Gotta have somebody right to get now. it to you, don't you? Not really. He's so open that I could throw him the ball. <laughs> this is true. I mean, if he could get it there, but yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you've clearly never seen me throw a football, Brett. I have. You've thrown a football to me. 60 yards. Let it be on the record. I'd I, give you 40. 60. <laughs> and if Joel Fish is listening right now, he's laughing his butt off because he makes fun of me all the time for saying I can throw a football 60 yards. But one day we will test it. We'll put it on a recording. We'll get it on video and everyone will know for sure and never have to question it again. Um, but no, what I was going to say is earlier today, we had one of the greatest sequences in broadcast history in the Chiefs versus Bills game. In a matter of 30 seconds, Brett, we saw Clyde Edwards-Hilaire rip his pants, Chris Jones take off his oxygen mask to scream at his coach and said, coach, then RKO a Microsoft Surface, not a sponsor, to its death. No way. Yeah, it I happened. I did not see this video. I saw it on Instagram. <laughs> Wait, Taylor Swift wasn't thrown in there somewhere? She was on the screen two minutes later. Okay, okay. Yep. Good to know. Yep. As long as T-Swift was there. She was there, believe me. <laughs> um, more news around the NFL. We've got Goodell, more like good hell, because he's letting this good league go to hell. Amen. And what I mean by that is he's thinking about banning for all the birds fans out there. He's thinking about banning the tush push. Uh, this is ridiculous. What's your opinion? This is ridiculous. Yep. That is what's my your, opinion. What's your opinion? <laughs> I, I don't understand. One team is good at something. So you get rid of it. No, everyone else needs to figure out how to get it done and how to be better than them. They can't do it. No one else can do it. That's proof that it shouldn't be banned. Exactly. That's like looking at Tyreek and saying, um, Tyreek, you're way too fast. You need to put some ankle weights on. Yeah. Um, and because it's just not fair. You're too good at it. Yeah. And it's not it's not their fault. Learn it, how to stop it. Jalen Hurts can literally bench like 600 pounds. I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> That's his, why it's his good. His squat's like 3,000 pounds. I, yeah. <laughs> I've seen him squat a semi before. Like, exactly. it's crazy. Of course they're good at it. And you can't punish them for that. No. It, it's ridiculous. But I can put all my money on it that they will and it will not be a thing so everyone oh, yeah. soak it up this year this is the year of the tush push it is going to live and die in 2023 i thought it was the brotherly shove well i like tush push better <laughs> it is called the brotherly shove though that's a I little can, more pg i can i can get behind either one <laughs> yeah they're both pretty good yeah um, the only other thing on NFL notes I have written down here, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, it's topic, you know. It Screw seems him. like it's uh, every Screw Aaron Rodgers. I was told that you hate Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, I will say hate. 
Okay. I can't stand him. He's way too cocky. And he's good. I'm not going to say that he's not. Yeah. But I really hope he tears it again. Like he. Wow. Go- <laughs> he goes Straight out the there. Throat. Straight for the Achilles. Yeah. He goes out there. He's like 800 years old without his COVID shot. <laughs> and he goes out there and he takes one more bad step and it's gone again. Because he's dumb for trying to come back when the Jets don't even have a chance to do anything. I think he... I like him. I'm going to preface it this by saying that. I do like him. But I do think he's a little bit of a prima donna. I think that he loves a the spotlight. Bit. Yeah. And I think that's why he's saying he might come back. Uh, oh, you don't think he's going to? Ladies and gentlemen, he is not coming back this year. There's no oh. sense. There's no sense in it. Why would he? I, that's what I'm saying. The Jets they are have out. no chance at doing yeah. any thing this year. So what's the point? He's getting there paid either no way, point. right? Yeah, exactly. He's not coming back. He just wants to be in interviews still. Yeah. He wants the camera to be on him. And I, again, I say this with, uh, with a little grain of salt because I actually do like him. I think he's good at interviewing. I think he's very funny. Oh no, he, yeah. Um, but yeah, I see right through him. Uh, that is definitely the reason he's even considering coming back. It's fake. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess I didn't really think about that. I mean, that's a good point there. He yeah. wants to continue to be relevant. That's yeah. my take. Yeah. Because if he's not talking, then we're not listening. Right. Exactly. Um, MLB Shohei Otani. Uh, big news. $700 million. Ten years, ten years, seven hundred million, seventy million dollars a year. I I saw a breakdown. He's getting two dollars and twenty two seconds, or two two dollars and twenty two cents per second. Wow! He just made another two dollars and another two dollars and then, yeah, exactly. Each when you break game, it down like that, it sounds like a lot less money. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> See, I think it $2, sounds like a lot more. Two dollars, two dollars, two dollars. Yeah, but per second, there's sixty I'm, seconds in you. an hour. It makes in a minute. Sense. I don't know how math works. The math is math, and you're right. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a lot of money. He's making forty six thousand dollars per game, mm-hmm. and he only pitches every five games. Well, I heard that they're not going to use him as a pitcher. Oh, he's just batting? Yes. They don't want him to pitch. What? And if this is wrong, I'm sorry. Our credibility goes out the window. But I believe Joel told me they're not pitching him. Oh, the Joel's credibility yeah, goes yeah. out the Joel window, not me. ours. Uh, That's yeah, crazy. How, it is crazy. He made his fame by being a pitcher. He I has a saw Young. Yeah. Once I watched, once I heard that news, I looked up his batting stats, and then I realized. Oh, he's a way better batter than he is pitcher. He's but so good. He, he's insane. Still. But that is a lot of money. And you know how much money that is, Brett? How much? That is more money than eight MLB teams pay their entire roster. No way. I swear. I saw this stat today and I took a screenshot of it. The eight teams include the Cleveland Guardians, the Miami Marlins, the Kansas City Royals, Milwaukee Brewers, Cincinnati Reds. Your Go team. Reds. Yeah. They're only paying their entire team $59.9 million. $59 million? That's yeah, it? That's it. 59. Shohei's got a hundred or 700. <laughs> Pittsburgh Pirates, my team. 54.2 million, even less than the Reds. Yeah, because they Entire suck. rosters. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a different <laughs> podcast. Baltimore Orioles and the Oakland A's all are getting paid less 
That's and show crazy. Funny. Now I want to play a little bit of a game with you here. Okay. I've, I looked up a little bit of things as far as uh, what they cost and how many times Shohei Otani could buy it with his new money. Oh, nice. First thing, Jeffrey Epstein's Island. How many times could he buy that? <laughs> why, why are we bringing up Epstein Island? Well, it's it's actually a budget island because of all the, you know. And uh, <laughs> I found out it's actually, it's actually kind of cheap right now. And he could buy it. 70 times. 11 times. Oh, okay. He could buy it 11 times. Um, how much, how many times could he buy the uh, WNBA? Uh, it's not worth anything. Um, 700 million. I'll, I'll give it 15 times. Seven times. Oh, it's 100 million? Well, that stat was actually how much do they, how much gross income do they bring in? Oh, and, gotcha. Uh, okay. He makes seven times more than the WNBA. That's just sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, finally, how much more does he make? And this kind of moves us on to the next sport here. Then John Rahm, the devil that signed with Liv. Oh, he makes 400 more million than him. I thought he only signed for 100 million. No, it's 300 million. Oh, okay. Well, still. Yeah. A lot more. Yeah. And I don't know if you want to talk about John Rahm. I personally don't. Because I hate Liv. Well, but you can. Well, first, uh, I did see something the other day that Shohei signed for seven hundred million dollars, and in LeBron's twenty-three year career, he's only made five hundred ninety-four. And that's arguably the greatest basketball player that ever lived. We'll talk about. We'll definitely talk about that one time. We'll we'll have that debate. But yeah, yeah, that's it's nuts. Yeah. But uh, John Rom, do I want to talk about him? You know, I love PGA. You like to act like I don't because I went to a live event. I mean, listen, I got free tickets. I wasn't turning it down. I would. No, you wouldn't. Where were the, where was the event? Greenbrier. I wouldn't go. Yes, you would. You liar. Nope. <laughs> Me and Rory are staying home. I, you know, Rory is my favorite golfer. Mm-hmm. So I love the PGA. I'm not mad that Rom's gone. Is he gone though? Kind of. I, I honestly, I don't know. I don't know. It's either. so it's confusing. So, yeah. But he was a big baby. He was rude. <laughs> and he wanted. <laughs> did you see? <laughs> Live Tour offered him three hundred to six hundred million. PGA offered him Porter Johns on every hole. <laughs> I saw a little thing about that and I didn't read it because I thought it was a joke. It's not. He, oh, that's crazy. He was mad that they weren't Porter Johns on every single hole. I want to talk to whoever the PGA uh, negotiator is <laughs> and just get a little bit of an insight from him because or her. Um, they're not there. <laughs> they're not doing. They're it. not all the way there. They're not doing it right. They found some person off the street that was. Uh, they're like, hey, you like golf? Okay, uh, <laughs> sounds good. Not really, but I like Porter Johns. <laughs> <laughs> we want him on every hole. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what he was going to get from the PGA. Is there's Porter Johns on every hole. I'd consider it. Yeah. Um, I'd rather pay for PGA than He could buy Porter live. Johns for every hole. Now he could. Yeah. <laughs> that's a better deal. Yeah. 
Um, before we get into our first taste test with the beers, um, quick note on the uh, NBA. There's an in-season tournament going on, and who cares? So, moving on. Is it still going on? Because no. we had writ that wrote that before. Lakers won last night. It's over? Yeah. Okay. Thank goodness. That's funny. Yeah, I had money on the Celtics winning it. Did you really? Forever ago. When I heard uh, about it. Yeah. So first off, we're going to start with uh, my beer, and it is called the Voodoo Ranger. Um, it's a New Belgium Imperial IPA style beer. Um, I've had these before, Brett. They're not bad. Okay. I like them. Yeah. They're not an every type of or an everyday type of beer. Yeah. But I drink beer every day. That made me sound like a <laughs> raging alcoholic. Alcoholic over here. <laughs> it's not my normal <laughs> rocking chair beer, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, it's pretty good. Shout out to all the alcoholics out there. Oh yeah. Hey hey. <laughs> hey hey. Um, I'm trying to find here. Okay, here it is. Nine percent. Nine. Are you trying to get me drunk? I'm well, drive home. you don't have to drink the whole thing. You just have to taste it. Um, I think that. I'm, have you ever had an IPA? No, I haven't. Okay, you're in for a treat. I'm not gonna like it. I can. No, tell. you're gonna hate it. I know. Um, IPAs are disgusting. They're really bad. Oh, oh I just why realized. Are you giving this to me? <laughs> I just realized this is not a twist top. <laughs> do, do you have a? Bottle opener. If not, uh, you know what? Here, I'm going to teach you a little trick here. And for the people, I have that some keys. People that can't see at home, I learned this in college at OU. Um, OU, oh yeah, yeah. Which this is just the stereotype. Oh, I could do that. Yeah, OU I've thing. done that. I'm going to take the edge of the bottle. I'm going to smack it on this table, um, and hopefully it works. Look there. Wow, that's right. Yeah, that was a little applause. You couldn't hear it, but you got an applause. I, I appreciate it. Anyway, yeah, so 9%. Um, I have it on good authority that if you drink six of these, you will be hung over the next day. Uh, not me personally, but one of our listeners did do that, and I'm not going to out him. But here you go. Okay. Let's see how much I don't like. Why is it warm? It's not warm. It's very in the cold. <laughs> I mean, how long have we been talking? <laughs> I got it out of the fridge. 25 minutes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's let's try this. It's not terrible. Thoughts? Initial thoughts? Taste? Flavor? Um, It's sweet. Yeah. There's a sweet taste to it. It, it really is. Uh, quite hoppy, mm-hmm. I think is what people sure. say about beer. I've never known the difference, <laughs> but I know that that's a good thing to say. Yeah. Quite quite hoppy. It's There's some hops, some barley. Yeah. Barley taste is strong. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It tastes like beer. What I like about that is kind of tastes like a dark beer. Like I'm more of a light beer drinker mm-hmm. and it's definitely got like a darker like an IPA taste. I've I've tasted one IPA before. It was like strawberry flavored. Sure. It was it was kind of weird, but I see. I think IPA is kind of what I expected, not going to lie, but it was a lot sweeter than what I expected. Exactly. It almost like punch me in the back of the throat though like it just it hits you the voodoo ranger is actually probably my go-to ipa because i don't really like ipas and it doesn't really taste like one it does but it doesn't 
IPAs to me are really floral. Like they taste like I'm drinking flowers. Right. Yes. And uh-huh. I've I've had that. Not so much. Yeah. No, I, I kind of expected a flower taste to it because I've definitely I've had that before. Now, the greatest thing about that is after one, you can be done. Yeah. Nine percent. Nine percent. That's like, like two, two beers. beers. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That was Jinx. crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll drink one of those and I will feel a little bit of something. And uh, it's a good dinner beer. I felt something after one drink. There I think go. I'm buzzed right now. Perfect. Not going to lie. All right. So, Brett, you did bring a beer for me to try. I did. Um, I did. heard of this beer before. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Didn't try too hard. He brought out the IPA for the first one. Some people really consider this a delicacy. I know many people that won't drink anything else. Oh, this is about all I drink. Yeah, see, you're one of them. Yeah, it's it's perfect. It's cheap. Mm-hmm. It's bush latte. That's I right. mean, there's. You, what else do you need? It's good. I actually needed a refill, so this is perfect timing. Um, as you're opening that, I'm trying to see 4.1%. It's a little less than normal beer. Yeah. Normal beer normal beer, normal beer is 4.2. Gotcha. That's a fun fact that I didn't even know. Yeah. I know a lot of things, Brett. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime you want to know something. Okay. I'll just ask you. Ah, what a right. great sound. I Nothing hurt, better. I hurt my finger down when I did that. <laughs> Good job. It hurts really bad. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to (laughs) cry. It's okay, buddy. You can make it through. All right. Let's try this beer. This Bush Light. Cold and smooth is their tagline. Did you know that? (laughs) Cold and smooth. Bush Light. It is quite cold and smooth. This is a rocking chair beer. Yes. 100%. 100%. Let's get that. Get that in there. Mmm. It tastes like water. (laughs) (laughs) With a little bit of corn mixed in? Water corn. Corn water. Corn water. Yeah. That's what they're tagging. Get rid of cold and smooth. Bush light. Corn water. (laughs) Drink us on your rocking chair. Yeah. That's perfect. Um, there's not a lot to say. I can taste the metal. Because it's a metal can. And other than that, just corn and water. For all of our Australian listeners, <laughs> aluminium mm. can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty good, though. It's not bad. No. It's my favorite. It's about all I drink, really. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to say about the beers before we move into the last part here? Um, if we want to do a ranking system, oh, I'm, I'm going to throw it out there. Absolutely. Honestly, um, Bushlight is... And on a on, if anyone out there wants to know what my scale is, <laughs> zero would be Guinness. I absolutely hate Guinness. Ugh. I've tried it once and I about puked. I love Guinness. <laughs> a ten would be a Bush Light. <laughs> if oh, you can gosh. tell what kind of what beer drinker scale. I am, <laughs> this is perfect because I have a total opposite scale. So I love oh, the fact that we have two different sides of of the coin here. Yeah, but the Voodoo Ranger, I would give it 6.4. Above a five. Yeah. Better than it is bad. Right. Okay. I'm giving this Voodoo Ranger a solid eight. It's not the best beer I've ever had, but I do enjoy it and I can come back to it. Right. 
Uh, Bush Light, you've already kind of given your score. Yeah, yeah. 10? It's the best. Um, Bush Light, I'm not a snob, though. That's the thing. I'm not above any type of beer. Bush Light is great. It's like pizza. Pizza is beer. There's no such thing as a bad pizza, right? In my right. mind, yeah. I've never had worse I've than never, a four yeah. on pizza. I've never and, had a bad pizza. Yeah. Okay, I won't give Bush Light a 10. I'll get a bit... Bushlight will be my nine. There okay. can be things above it, okay. but right now it's the top. I'll give it a. Um, it's a good, normal domestic light beer. Um, I will give it a six point five. Okay. My favorite of this category is Miller, and Miller's a lot different than Bush. Yeah, I don't like Miller. Yeah, not a fan of Miller. Yeah. All the rednecks that are listening to this are about to come to your house and burn it down. Yeah, they like the. I don't know. Miller's kind of rednecky. Yeah. Okay. What do we have next on the menu? Okay, so now we're getting into our gambling side of this. Yeah. Time to get. Time to be degenerate. <laughs> yeah. I wish we were filming this. <laughs> yeah, I put my hands up just so everyone knows. Um, so first off, I wanted to tell you guys what we're planning on doing here with the bets. Um, we have two different bets. I have a bet. It's called the lock of the week. Brett's got a bet. It's called Brett's bad bet. Basically, they're t- polar opposite bets. Um, I'm going to give you a safe bet that I really do think is going to hit. The payout's going to stink, but over time, you make money. Be smart. Um, Brett, on the other hand, yeah, Brett is going to go for the long shots, like the FSU bets of them all. Um <laughs> Call back. That's that's a pro move by a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call it back. Um, so yeah, and then what we're gonna do is we're gonna keep track of <laughs> whose bets make the most money over time. And we have kicked around the idea. We it's in the works because we don't really have a specific organization chosen yet. Right. But we've kicked around the idea of um, donating any proceeds. Hopefully, there's proceeds. Yeah, I, I hope <laughs> we make some type of money out of this. Yeah, to a charity of our choice. Um. So, yeah, that's kind of the thought here. And to begin, um, I will give you the lock of the week. And it's very simple. I am taking, um, let me pull it back up because I want to give you the exact odds here. I'm taking the Monday night games, um, basically just straight bets. I'm taking the money line on both of them. Okay. Um, Because I do think that... And it's a primetime game, and primetime games are a little bit more uh, the polarity, which is a smart person word for uh, <laughs> the. Please explain because I am confused. <laughs> it's basically uh, the, primetime games are kind of unpredictable. Right. Uh, but I'm going to stick to my guns because I do believe in these two teams. I'm going to take the Miami Dolphins over the Tennessee Titans, straight bet. That's a minus 900. So Vegas very much agrees with me there. Yeah. Um, it's at the Dolphins home stadium. Yeah, I, I don't see. Yeah. I don't really think Tennessee has any chance. No, I don't either. I'm going to stick with that. And I'm going to parlay it to finish this bet off. I'm going to take the Green Bay Packers money line. Um, some notable players. They just beat the past three weeks. The, uh, the Packers have beaten the Chiefs, the Lions, and the Chargers. All good teams in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, 
and they're taking on the Giants. Giants are very suspect. Saquon's playing great. Um, but other than that, the rest of the team's kind of in shambles. Yeah. So if you place what what dollar amount we're gonna play? I think I think we're gonna go ten dollars for everything. Okay. If you place ten dollars on this, you're going to make a mere five dollars and fifteen cents. So the payout would be Fifteen dollars and fifteen cents. Okay. And that is the lock of the week presented by Matthew. Moving on to Brett's bad bet of the week. Okay, so I I know why we went with the Brett's bad bet because uh, it's probably not the best idea to do, but let's hope it's not a bad bet. Let's hope I win. Well, the thing is, like I could win every week, right? But it only takes you one. Yeah. You just got to hit one and you're back. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? I mean, you're so, getting $15 out of this. Wait till you hear mine. I'm excited to see how this works. I am too. I think like it's a great idea. behind it. Yeah. yeah. What so, makes more sense? Is it the guy that's real frugal or is it the guy that says, screw it, keep on going? Yeah. Like today, I had a bet that could have gotten me $1,300. And it did it? It didn't hit, but oh, that's beside the point. Rats. So, what my favorite thing to do is like alternate passing yards, alternate rushing yards, stuff like that, old receptions. Sure. It's player props. I'm not big into the money lines. I'm more into the player uh, player prop side of things. So, I have Tua to pass for 250 plus yards, Tua to throw two plus passing touchdowns. Jalen Water would get 50 plus yards. Tyreek, 70 plus yards. Tyreek, touchdown. Uh, A chain, 40 plus yards. And Okonkwo, 25 plus receiving yards. So it's a seven leg parlay. Okay. You put in $10 and you get $62.95 out of it. That so it'd be seventy two ninety five overall. That isn't as long shot as I thought it was going to be based on all those. Legs. No, yeah, it's plus five twenty. Yeah, 529. that's not terrible. Yeah. I I would consider a bet like that. Yeah. See, so, I'm not one to go crazy on the parlays, uh, but that would definitely be one that I'd consider. Yeah, and it's all doable. I mean, I don't know the last time that uh, Tua passed for under three hundred yards, really. Yeah. So and it's an easy matchup. It's at home. Yeah, Tennessee not the best defense out there. So if you win this bet, you're going to get quite a sizable lead on me. Oh, yeah. So we'll see. It's going to be interesting to keep track of that. Um, Finishing it off, unless you have something else. No, no, that's it. Finishing it off, we're going to always give you the primetime spread, which is basically a primetime game um, that Brett and I have chosen and who we think is going to cover the spread this week. Brett and I have discussed. We got the Packers, minus six. Yeah. I think Jordan love all the way i'm i'm a big i'm a big supporter of the jordan love train um it's do or die time yeah it really is especially this time of year uh he, he's really not that he's done bad but gonna step it up a little bit and i, I think they can easily cover six points six I, points is not that much i think that that is probably a mistake like, i can see I it. it should be higher i can see him winning outright Oh, yeah. So. Well, no, they're the favorites, so they better win out. Oh, right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They got to beat them by six. Yeah. (laughs) Hide it backwards. See, this is why I don't do spreads. I get confused. That's okay. This is why you're the parlay part. We're a great team, right? We're a great team. We are. And that pretty much closes us out for our first episode. 
thank you guys for listening. Brett, you want to close this out? You want to say anything? Um, yeah, just thanks for listening. I hope uh, nobody takes my betting advice because obviously I don't even know what a no, spread is. you guys should do that. Uh, <laughs> excuse good, me, sorry. It's a good bet. But uh, yeah, and I just want to put it out there that we are not professional bettors. We don't actually know what we're doing. We're two guys from a small town that want to make some money throwing on some bets for a primetime game. So don't come after us if you listen to anything that we say. We're due. We can take you. I can throw a football 60 yards. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a great thing to put out there. Anyway, this has been a great episode of the Pines and Parlays podcast, and we will see you guys next time. See ya.